and gentlemen, we now present George Edwards in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Henry, have you told Margaret this? I said something about it this afternoon. No wonder the poor girl was upset. You shouldn't have done it, you know. It, it isn't fair to her. Was ever a man in such a predicament as I am? What am I to do? She wants me to marry her right away so that we can go away together and she can nurse me back to health. Mm, sounds a jolly good idea to me. Oh, how can you as a medical man say that? Heaven only knows what this... What this... This illness of mine might mean. You're not getting the idea that you maybe not sound mentally... Precisely what I do mean. Oh, rot! Anyway, I'm not taking the risk. I'll have to be very certain before I go any further. All right, old chap. If you feel that way about it, there's nothing I can do. But I think you're causing unnecessary unhappiness to a woman who's already had more than she can stand. Don't think that I'm not aware of it. I know what she's done for me in the last few weeks. You were unconscious a lot of the time. You couldn't have known the way she watched over you. All the same, I think I did know. I was wandering through the darkest pits of Hades. It was the feel of her little hand in mine that... that brought me back again. Don't let go. You're not so firmly on the road to help yet, you know. You've no need to tell me that. The slightest exertion or strain simply wears me out. Oh, by the way, they're asking me when I thought you'd be fit to answer some questions. They? Who do you mean? Um... Police. Police. What do they want? They have never found the slightest trace of Hyde since the night he disappeared from the house in Soho. I have held them off as long as I can, but they're just frantic to interview you. But what are I to do with it? You knew him. They think you might be able to tell them something about his habits, where he went, what he did. But I've never seen him either. Surely you told them that. Of course I did. But they want you to tell them all you knew of him before he disappeared. Oh, don't look so upset, old fellow. I've told them that you're not to be bothered too much. I'm not upset. I'll tell them all they want to know. But I don't think it'll help them much. Well, they've got so little to go on, they're bound to seize on every scrap of information they can get. He seems to have been a complete mystery man. Lots of people have seen him, but hardly anyone knew anything about him. Poor little Hetty was the only one who was ever inside that house besides myself and Utterson. They'll never find him, no matter where they look. What makes you so sure? I've had a letter from him. A letter? Written since the murder? Yes. I said nothing about it because I wasn't sure if I should show it to the police or not. What does it say? Oh, a lot of unnecessary things about past generosities I'd shown him. And that I had no fear to... Worry about his safety because he had a means of escape which he knew was infallible. It hadn't any postmark, I suppose? None at all. It was delivered by hand. I've got it here in this desk if you'd like to have a look at it. You bet I would. Here you are. Tell me if you think I ought to hand it over. What curious handwriting. Yes, he's left-handed. When did this come? Not when you were ill, surely. No, uh, 
About two days ago. Then he's still in London. The fellow must be mad. He's such a horrible-looking creature. He's bound to be recognized at once. Well, I guess he knows what he's up to. If he says he has a safe hiding place, isn't that enough? Oh, sure, sure. Well, let's forget the gentleman. Even the mention of his name seems to upset you. But what shall I do with the letter? If you like, I'll take it along to police headquarters. I think you'd be foolish to keep it from them. All right. Do as you think best. And tell them they can come along and see me when they like. I'll give what help I can. Good. I'll call in there on my way home. Oh, don't get up. Paul let me out. Hugh, uh, I'd like you to be here when they come. You mean the police? <laughs> of course I will. I'm your medical advisor. And you can rely on me to see they don't take too much out of you. Now, don't let it worry you. You needn't say a word more than you want. All right, I'll claim privilege as soon as the questions get too hot to be comfortable. By the way, we owe a lot to little Hetty, you know. Do you think I don't know that? We both of us have been out of the BMA by now, if she had told what she knew. I went out to her grave on Sunday. It was covered with flowers. Was it? If you sent them, Henry... Make quite certain there's nothing to show who they came from. You can't afford to be connected with her in any way. I'll make sure. Goodbye. Goodbye. Martha's getting on splendidly, isn't he? Indeed he is, Dr. Lanyon, sir. Getting his appetite back and more as usual, so... Oh, by the way, there was a letter handed in for him during the last two days. What was the messenger like? A letter, sir? Yes. I have it here. No letter like that was handed in that I know of, Dr. Lanyon. Are you sure? Quite sure, sir. Nothing has come except by post, and only circulars of that. Could anybody else have taken it in? No, sir. Maud the parlourmaid is away sick, and I've been answering the door myself. Oh, well, there must be some mistake. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye, Dr. Lanyon, sir. Sit down and help me sample this bottle of wine. It looks a fine and venerable one, sir. Oh, it is indeed. I was going through the cellar a while ago and found three of these bottles tucked away in a corner where they'd been forgotten. <laughs> Look at the date, 1817. Older than I am. By Jove, I'm in luck's way. Fancy dropping in at a time like this. Mm, you never can be sure how the cork is held, though. Wait till I draw it. Sound as a bell. They did things properly in those days, eh? None of your cheap, careless work then. Pass me those glasses. There you are now. Taste the kind of wine your grandfather's vintage. <laughs> Marvelous, you mark the bouquet. 
There's the hot glow of autumn afternoons and the perfume of the south in that. A royal wine. Ah. Now you sit down by the fire and tell me what brought you here. Well, Mr. Winter, I want your advice and help about something. Oh, I'd be glad to help you in any way I can. You know that. Yes, I do. And I also had to have someone whose discretion I could rely on absolutely. It's a very peculiar matter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, then. Well, it's uh, about this letter. Edward Hyde. A letter from Edward Hyde? Where did you get this? I got it from Henry Jackal this afternoon. Yes, yes, I see it's addressed to him, but it's dated the 25th, and that's the day before yesterday. Where did it come from? Henry says it has no postmark. As a matter of fact, it was delivered by hand. There's a man in London. Yes, he must be. Have the police seen this? Not yet. I intend to take it to them tomorrow. Oh, you must. This is tremendously important. He's disappeared so completely that they've been afraid he's got away out of the country. But you can see he seems perfectly confident of being able to evade them. Oh, we'll see about that. He's got to show his face sometime or another, and such a hideous creature as he is will be recognized at once. You saw him, didn't you? Indeed I did. When I was with my poor old friend Utterson, we saw him trample a little child underfoot and beat it with his stick. Little did we dream that he was to do the same to Utterson, only this time with no one to stop him. You're an authority on handwriting, Mr. Winter, aren't you? Oh, yes, it's been a hobby of mine. What do you think of Hyde's? Hmm, curious hand, angular, untidy. Have you ever seen another like it? Not that I can think of offhand. Compare it with this. Let me see now. Yes. Yes, that's very strange. Where did you get the second note? I've had it in my possession some time. You know who the writer is? I know him very well. Then you must tell the police his name at once. Why? Because the man who wrote this torn scrap you've just given me and the one who signed himself Edward Hyde are one and the same person. I rather expected you to say that. But, but why are you so calm? Don't you recognize the importance of this? The first letter is written in an obviously disguised hand. If it really is by Edward Hyde... Then I've only got to take the police to the man who wrote the second note, and we've got our murderer. We've got someone who's been willing to forge for him? Yes. You're right. The thought of that's been weighing like a load on me ever since I saw the resemblance. But... But why should you shield him? Anyone who would try to help a beast like Hyde deserves the worst that can be thought of him. You don't know what you're saying. But why? Who is he? Who wrote this second note? Henry Jekyll. What? Henry Jekyll? Yes. Now you know why I feel as I do. But Henry Jekyll forged for a murderer? Oh, it's all a part of his illness. He had the most frightful delusions when he was unconscious. Times used to think that he was committing the murder himself. Mercy on us. Yes. He was saying to me today that he felt he had no right to marry Margaret because he had some doubts as to his mental stability. And to tell the truth, I'm beginning to wonder myself. Poor chap. 
Oh, this is terrible. So I... I don't think we'll say anything about the matter. I think you're right. Come. I'll throw it in the fire. And then we'll... We'll have another glass of wine. I... I've got a kind of chill in my blood. Poor Henry. Poor Margaret. Margaret. 